Hallelujah and God bless to each and every one of you today. Uh, in our times of pandemic, let us all read and hear the word of God from Psalm 91. First, to seek shelter and peace under the wings of the Almighty God. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. My God, in Him will I trust. Surely He shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with His feathers, and under His wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shalt thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the Most High, thy habitation, there shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee, to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder, the young lion and the dragon shalt thou trample under feet. Because he has set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high, because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Today's main text comes from Ephesians chapter 6, verses 10 through 24. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord, and in the power of his might, put on the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all to stand, therefore, stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace, above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked, and take the helmet of salvation, and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints, and for me, that utterance may be given unto me, that I may open my mouth boldly, 
to make known the mystery of the gospel, for which I am an ambassador in bonds, that therein I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. But ye also may know my affairs, and how I do, Tychicus, a beloved brother and faithful minister in the Lord, shall make known to you all things, whom I have sent unto you for the same purpose, that ye might know our affairs, and that he might comfort your hearts. Peace be to the brethren, and love with faith from God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Grace be with all them that love our Lord Jesus Christ in sincerity. Amen. Let us pray. Lord, as we hear your word at this hour, bless, bless and anoint each and every listener of your word of truth. Please open their understanding and pour your spirit of wisdom and knowledge and revelation upon each and every one. In the name of our Lord and Savior, Christ Jesus' name we pray. Amen. The Apostle Paul finally requested that the saints to pray for him so that he can boldly preach the mystery of the gospel. At that time, Apostle Paul was imprisoned because of preaching the mystery of the gospel. When he wrote to the saints of the Corinthian church, he testified that the devil of the world blinded the minds of people. He said this in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 3 and 4, But if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost, in whom the God of this world hath blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. Apostle Paul was the only one that received the gospel of Christ directly from Christ. All the messages he preached are mysteries revealed in the gospel. The mysteries he preached are hated by Satan, the devil. Therefore, even in the end times these days, Satan is constantly persecuting the ministers who preach the mysteries of the gospel, condemning those who preach the mysteries of the gospel as heretics. The devil disguises his servants as Christ's servants so that they try to blind the people from the mysteries of the gospel of Christ. It truly is a blessing for those who understand the mysteries of the gospel. Apostle Paul testified of the mystery of godliness in 1 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16. And without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifest in the flesh, justified in the spirit, seen of angels, preached unto the Gentiles, believed on in the world, received up into glory. This mystery of godliness is the one that the devil hates most. In the past... Satan's servants, such as the Pharisees and the scribes, persecuted Jesus because he claimed to be God. 
and agitated the Jews. They then executed Jesus on the cross. When Apostle Paul wrote to Titus, he clearly testified that Jesus Christ is God. In Titus chapter 2, verses 13 and 14, he said, Looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us, that he might redeem us from all iniquity and purify unto himself a peculiar people, zealous of good works. Apostle uh, John, who testified of himself as a beloved disciple, also testified of the mystery of godliness. In 1 John chapter 5, verse 20, he said this, And we know that the Son of God is come, and hath given us an understanding, that we may know him that is true, and we are in him that is true, even in his Son, Jesus Christ. This is the true God and eternal life. In addition, Apostle Paul testified that within them all that believe in Christ and receive him as the Lord and Savior, uh, Savior wholeheartedly through the Holy Spirit, Christ dwells mysteriously. His testimony in Colossians chapter 1 verses 26 and 27. Even the mystery which hath been hid from ages and from generations, but now is made manifest to his saints, to whom God would make known what is the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. And also in Galatians 2, verse 20, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Apostle Paul testified to the members of the Corinthian church that they have to examine themselves whether they are in the faith. In 2 Corinthians chapter 13, verses 5 and 6, Examine yourselves, whether ye be in the faith. Prove your own selves. Know ye not your own selves, how that Jesus Christ is in you, except ye be reprobates. But I trust that ye shall know that we are not reprobates. Apostle Paul testified that Christians living with Christ on earth in the church of God have mysterious spiritual relationship with Christ, and he also made the church as a pure virgin to be led to Christ. In Ephesians chapter 5, verses 30 through 32, For we are members of his body, of his flesh, and of his bones, 
For this cause shall a man leave his father and mother, and shall be joined unto his wife, and they too shall be one flesh. This is a great mystery, but I speak concerning Christ and the church. Uh, and also Second Corinthians chapter 11, verse 2. For I am jealous over you with godly jealousy. For I have espoused you to one husband, that I may present you as a chaste virgin to Christ. Apostle Paul also testified of the day of Christ, when Christ appears in the air to marry with the church of God unto the churches of Thessalonica and Corinth. He said this in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verses 16 through 19. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds, to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. And also in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 51 through 53, Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump, for the trumpet shall sound, and the dead shall be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. For this corruptible must put on incorruption, and this mortal must put on immortality. Apostle John testified of the day of Christ, the day of rapture, saying that he heard the voice of Christ, and then he ascended to heavenly throne of God in a twinkling of an eye. His testimony in Revelation chapter 4, verses 1 through 3. After this I looked, and behold, a door was opened in heaven. And the first voice which I heard was, as it were, of a trumpet talking with me, which said, Come up hither, and I will show thee things which must be hereafter. And immediately I was in the Spirit, and behold, a throne was set in heaven, and one sat on the throne. And he that sat was to look upon like a jasper and a sardine stone, and there was a rainbow round about the throne, in sight like unto an emerald. Apostle Paul testified to the Thessalonian church members, about the day of the rapture, as well as the mystery of iniquity. He testified that the Antichrist, the son of perdition, shall appear. There shall be an appearance of the Antichrist, who is going to take the whole world into the great tribulation for the judgment of God. 
But our Lord Jesus Christ will lift up His bride, the church, into heaven before the great tribulation begins. In 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 7 and 8, For the mystery of iniquity doth already work. Only he who now letteth will let, until he be taken out of the way. And then shall that wicked be revealed, whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth, and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. Apostle John wondered when he saw the Roman Empire as another great Babylon appearing, great, appearing during the Great Tribulation. He shouted at seeing another Roman Empire that had persecuted him and exiled him to the island of Patmos. In Revelation chapter 17, uh, verses 1 through 6, he said, And there came one of the seven angels, which had the seven vials, and talked with me, saying unto me, Come, up, come hither, I will show unto thee the judgment of the great whore that sitteth upon many waters, with whom the kings of the earth have committed fornication, and the inhabitants of the earth have been made drunk with the wine of her fornication. So he carried me away in the spirit into the wilderness, and I saw a woman sit upon a scarlet-colored beast, full of names of blasphemy, having seven heads and ten horns. And the woman was arrayed in purple and scarlet color, and decked with gold and precious stones and pearls, having a golden cup in her hand, full of abominations and filthiness of her fornication. And upon her forehead was a name written, Mystery, Babylon the Great, the mother of harlots and abominations of the earth. And I saw the woman drunken with the blood of the saints, and with the blood of the martyrs of Jesus. And when I saw her, I wondered with great admiration. This whore, dressed in purple and scarlet, decked with gold, precious stones and pearls, holding a cup in her hand. We already know who this is. It's the Pope calling himself the Holy Father. It is he that is ruling the entire world from his seat within the Vatican City. This whore is drunken with the blood of the saints, the Jews, and with the blood of the martyrs of Jesus, the Christians, under the rule of Roman Catholic Church, as well as supporting the Nazi regime back in World War II. Apostle John testified of this whore's identity more precisely in Revelation 17, verse 18. And the woman which thou sawest is that great city which reigneth over the kings of the earth. Apostle John testified that during the great tribulation the devil shall be cast down to the earth and persecute God's people. 
in Revelation 12, verses 13 and 14, he said, And when the dragon saw that he was cast onto the earth, he persecuted the woman which brought forth the man-child. And to the woman were given two wings of a great eagle, that she might fly into the wilderness, into her place, where she is nourished for a time and times, and a half-time from the face of the serpent. Knowing that the Israelites shall inherit the earth forever, Satan the devil has been relentlessly pursuing plans to sweep away the Jews from the face of the earth. Even most of the churches of God have been corrupted with replacement theology, arguing that the promise of God for Israel is already void, so that the church of God received the promise of Abraham instead. That is not true. God has been and had been dis disciplining the Jews because of their sins. But when they repent in the near future, God will restore them and make them a nation of priests in the kingdom of Christ. Apostle Paul testified of the mystery of Israel in Romans chapter 11, verses 25 through 27. For I would not, brethren, that ye should be ignorant of this mystery, lest ye should be wise in your own conceits, that blindness in part is happened to Israel, until the fullness of the Gentiles be come in. And so all Israel shall be saved, as it is written, There shall come out of Zion the Deliverer, and shall turn away ungodliness from Jacob. For this is my covenant unto them, when I shall take away their sins. Apostle Paul testified of the vocation of the ministers of Christ in 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 1 and 2. Let a man so account, account of us as of the ministers of Christ, and stewards of the mysteries of God. Moreover, it is required as stewards that a man be found faithful. So therefore, whosoever are called as preacher must boldly preach the mysteries of God, overcoming persecution of all shape and form. Also, the saints have to support and support the preachers with prayer and supplication with perseverance. Before we close out today's message, uh, I want to ask you something. Have you been saved? Have you received Jesus as your Lord and Savior? Do you have sins? Did you know it is a sin not believing in the blood atonement of Jesus Christ? The Bible says so in John chapter 16 verse 9 of sin because they believe not on me. Me being Jesus Christ. This is him speaking in Gospel of John. Because everyone born here on earth 
is a sinner. According to Romans 3, chapter 3, verses 20 through 24. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God, being justified freely by His grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. And also, the price you pay for being a sinner is the unavoidable death. Everybody dies once, right? But there is an exception. If you are saved through blood atonement of Jesus Christ, you don't have to face death. So check this out in Romans uh, chapter 6, verse 23. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. However, the faithful and true Lord Jesus Christ loves you very much. And if you wholeheartedly repent for not believing in the gospel of Christ, by His grace, you'll receive salvation of your soul. But first we must know what the gospel is. Um, the gospel of Christ is this. According to 1 Corinthians chapter 15, how that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures, and that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day according to the scriptures. And also, salvation is a gift, which is something that you can't buy, or you have to work for. Apostle Paul's testimony in Ephesians chapter 2, verses 8 and 9 says, For by grace are ye saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. The Pope can't save you. Buddha can't save you. The Pope definitely can't save you. Only Jesus Christ. And now that you've heard the gospel of Christ, you must confess and believe the gospel. In Romans 10, verses 9 and 10, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Now I'm not telling you to be religious. This salvation from Jesus Christ is one-on-one -on -one personal relationship. It's between you and Him. Hell is a real place, um, and Jesus definitely don't want you ending up in there. The judgment is the same whether you deny His blood atonement or you make an excuse of saying, I didn't know, or I've never heard the gospel of Christ. Well, you've heard it today. The only way to eternal life is through Jesus Christ. Once again in Gospel of John 17, verse 3, it says this, And this is life eternal, that they might know thee the only true God, 
and Jesus Christ, whom thou hast sent. Will you receive him today? You must invite the Lord Jesus Christ to enter your heart. We'll do the sinner's prayer together, but this is your prayer. I'll go ahead and start. You can pause it. Um, you can write it down or you can rewind it and repeat. I'll read it slow. Please follow along. So here we go. Lord, I am a sinner. I know that I shall be judged and will be sent to hell because of my sins. However, I believe in Jesus Christ, who was judged and died on the cross instead of me. Now I open my heart to accept Jesus as my Lord and Savior. Please come into my heart and be my Lord and Savior forever. Please lead me in your way so that I may serve you. Thank you for cleansing of my sins by the blood of Jesus. Thank you for saving me from the destruction of hell. In the name of our Lord and Savior, Christ Jesus, name we pray. Amen. Thank you for your time. Uh, if today was your first time ever hearing the gospel of Christ, God bless you, dear friend. And do please share this message among your friends and family members who have not yet received Jesus Christ. Episodes such as today's uh, may need to be heard more than once, perhaps twice, or many times. Because faith comes from hearing and hearing by the word of God. God bless you once again, and may the grace and truth of our Lord and Savior, Christ Jesus, be with you. Amen. This week's message and all other recordings in English and also in Korean can be found on our website at wgmi.org. More episodes can also be found on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcast, and on TuneIn Radio app by typing WGM Church in the search field.